I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's talk about somebody. I hope he's got something on. Uh, he's not out here running. Corey McCartney always keeps an eye on things. Uh, the Braves with us. Join us now on this uh, 4th of July morning. Happy July 4th, Independence Day to you, Corey. Welcome. Sports Radio 9290 Gay. I feel like I'm tapped into Al Roker here doing the Thanksgiving Day Parade. You thought, is that, that's the vibe I'm getting from me out there calling all this. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, that's fair. You should be here and see some of the sights and spectators. Corey, have you ever participated in this? So I did it for five straight years, and I'm a bit of a running snob, so I got a little sick of like trying to weave through all the people. So, um, yeah, but I, I've done it many times. That's what someone else said. I was on with uh, last week with Andy Bunker, and he said he really got prepared to run the race. And because of where he started, you're not up with the elite folks or the serious running people. You're having to weave through all the friends and neighbors who are out there like waving to people and whatnot. So that kind of happened to you too, huh? Yeah, so I went through a period where I was doing like uh, I was doing two half marathons a year, running full marathons. So I just, you know, I, I wasn't getting those preferred uh, corral. So it was kind of like I was, you know, playing. I was dodging people the entire time. So it kind of kills the vibe a little bit. Okay, okay. Well, you're not participating. I'm sure you're doing it from a nice, safe place. You, you know, participating virtually like a lot of people are doing today. Tell you what, Braves are back in town. A Fourth of July tradition here is, is, is a Peachtree Road Race, but also a big part of the tradition uh, are the Braves and the fireworks show, and that's, that's going on today. It, yeah, and, you know, this is the anniversary of that Rick Camp game, if you want to talk about fireworks. Obviously, that 19-inning game, uh, one of the, there was the, the home run. But yeah, certainly the Braves, you know, coming back home and, uh, after some really strong pitching matchups in Cincinnati, it started, in terms of the starters, uh, I know things didn't break their way due to the bullpen and the finale there in Cincinnati, but uh, they get a really great matchup here against the Cardinals starting today. And Kyle Wright, um, he has just been uh, all-star caliber here uh, through the first half of the season. So uh, he's never faced the Cardinals before, so going to be a good test for him. And I dug this up this morning. The Braves have never had three starters roll off double-digit K performances it's Spencer Strider on Saturday, Charlie Morton on Sunday. We'll see what we get out of Kyle Wright today. Wow, folks, spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Corey McCartney. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Corey J. McCartney, at Corey J. McCartney, all lowercase. The Cardinals are coming into town, and these guys seem like they're always in the conversation. How do they do it year in and year out? Maybe not getting to the World Series, but you know you're always going to get a tough time when you face this group. You are, and, and this year in particular, I mean, you've got Paul Goldschmidt, who, who has been, you know, every look at the National League MVP uh, at this stage of the season. He's been fantastic. Nolan Arenado, uh, everyone knows what he's capable of at third base. He hit for the cycle on Friday, and then Saturday uh, was part of a run of four consecutive home runs for the Cardinals in the first inning. They're the first team ever to do that in the first inning, so they have all kinds of firepower. 
Uh, Tommy Edmond is having an insane season for them at second base. And then you look at their pitching. I mean, Miles Michaelis uh, looks like an all-star. I mean, they, this is a very, very good Cardinals team that's in the thick of it in the National League Central. So I think this is going to be a really, really good series uh, for the Braves. And I think it's going to be a really strong test because this is the kind of team that, as we, you know, the Braves know from these past few years, you could well end up seeing in October. Braves have been able to do some things in spite of, and when I say in spite of, I mean in spite of some injuries and some people who've been out and missed some games. Adam Duvall uh, got hit on the hand, and and so, you know, we got some people we hope that will be rejoining the team from injuries, but it seems like this team finds a way to keep moving forward and continue to win games, and that tells you a lot about the makeup of this team and where this team is mentally and emotionally right now. Yeah, it does, and, and I think the one that really hurts right now, I mean, certainly not having Ozzy Albies at second base and, and uh, you know, the, the potential that he has every time he comes to the plate is one thing, but uh, I, not having Kenley Jansen right now due to that irregular heartbeat, I think it's kind of shaking things up with the bullpen, and we've seen Will Smith and A.J. Minter have closing experience in the past, but I think guys get kind of accustomed to roles in bullpen, and when you've asked asking everybody to kind of slot up a spot, I, I think that's kind of what you saw over the weekend. I mean, Will Smith you know, ends up uh, hitting hit by pitch that walks the bases loaded. Uh, obviously, A.J. Minter gets into a situation on Sunday where he can't get it out, and they end up losing on a walk-off to the red. So uh, I think he's the one right now I think that, that they really need back because I think uh, obviously guys have had success before in those roles, but I think he's just been a stabilizing force for them in that bullpen. Folks, spending time on the waitfor.com outline with, with Corey McCartney talking Braves. Um, on this 4th of July, if they get set to open up a series against the Cardinals tonight, 7:20 at Truist Park. Uh, place is going to be packed, as fireworks always, and Kyle Wright will be on the mound. Can this guy pitch his way into the All-Star game? You feel like that's a possibility for him. Nine wins. If he get the night, he will have a 10th win to be in double. And did we see this coming from him? I, I did not see this coming from him. You know, having conversations early in the season with him, I know a lot of people looked at what he did last year in the World Series and said, wow, this guy's turned the corner. Um, he told me it actually happened around the midpoint of the previous season when he was sent down to uh, Gwinnett, and you know he was able to kind of tweak some things. He went back and looked at tape of himself at Vanderbilt and got back to that fastball curveball guy that really uh, you know helped propel him to a top-five pick uh, in the draft. I do think he's, he has every uh, bit of an argument to be in the All-Star game. The problem is the Braves have so many guys that have that same argument. I was kind of rolling through in my head. You could think of eight to nine different guys outside of the vote, you know, reserves, uh, Max Freed, A.J. Minter are also uh, pitching candidates. They're going to have a re- some really tough decisions in terms of which Braves get in there, but I do think Kyle Wright having a season that nobody really anticipated is definitely a, a, a major challenger to get into the All-Star game. Talk about Ronald Acuna Jr. We got him back in the lineup. He came back, first of all, in a, D, in a DH area. Do you run, run him back out there and make him every day? Are you still guarded with him, uh, considering the fact that we've had a couple of things that have slowed him down? You know it's hard for him to stop. If he shows up at the ballpark, he wants to play. We, but we, we kind of end up using that phrase, do we want to kind of save him from himself sometimes uh, because of what we know he means to this team? And that's very true. And I, I think a lot of the talk that you saw around the injury said, you know, it's going to be a full year before the guy can really feel like he's 100% back to himself. And I think not necessarily that Acuna feels like that, but I think it kind of a, it, it puts the Braves in a position where if something small pops up, 
that potentially you would have played through? Because nobody's really healthy as the season goes on, right? I mean, sure, if you go around the clubhouse, everyone's going to say, oh, I got this going on, I got that going on. But when a guy's coming off of a major injury like Acuna is, everything gets a little bit more elevated. So maybe you're a little bit quicker to kind of pull back on a guy and let, let, not let him play through things. I think that's where they're – it's not that he's injury prone. I think they're just being so cautious with it because, again, as you mentioned, he wants to go out and play every day and push through things. So I think you have to be, you know, almost kind of put handcuffs on him a little bit. Uh, I think we're getting close to the point where you just let him roll and get through things. But don't forget, I mean, he's coming off of an injury that at one time it was really something that derailed careers. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And then a, a foot injury, a, well, we'll call it an injury, but it slowed us down early last week. Had us thinking uh, some things about his uh, availability. Uh, but when he's in the lineup, we know the differences make. Talk about this lineup, and maybe it's because we have the DH. We've been able to change to see different people bet in the number two, two spot. Dansby Swanson's been up in that spot recently, and he's been ripping the cover off the ball. But but talk mm-hmm. about what this lineup allows Brian Snitker to, to do and shift people. We have, we've seen Travis Darno uh, uh, batting out of the number two spot. The flexibility in this lineup and what they can trot out night after night. Yeah, yeah it's something that Brian Snickers talked about over the years is lengthening the lineup, right? And I think without the pitcher hitting, and I know a lot of purists for the National League Baseball hate that concept, but I think it's allowed the, a team like the Braves to weather not having you know, uh, Ozzy Albies in there. So you, you can kind of resort things and allowing Michael Harris, who's been fantastic, uh, to find his way uh, into his major league career. But Adam Duvall told me this team prides itself on being a tough out one through nine. And I think that's the mentality that allows Brian Snicker to kind of move things through. And, of course, it helps when Dansby Swanson is playing out of his mind uh, that where you can play him as high as leadoff and, and hit him at second base. But there was a time where they thought this was a prototypical lead, uh, second number two hitter in your lineup. It didn't necessarily translate early for him, but he's found his way, and they just have power up and down that lineup. And I think that fluidity that they have is really why they're just such a dangerous team. You can move William Contreras in and out. You can move Travis Darno in and out. I mean, you just have so many different options. I think that's why you know this team, and of course the hard hit rates, the home runs, they're just a very difficult matchup for any pitcher one through nine. And man, there are a few lineups right now that can say that across baseball. Spend the time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Corey McCartney talking Braves. Um, and my goodness, as they get set to return home and open a homestand uh, with the, the Cardinals, the Nationals are coming, and we finally see the Mets uh, on the 11th. My question is, will the Mets still be in first place when the Braves get to see them in a few days? So here's the thing. Tomorrow, Max Scherzer is making his uh, first uh, start back from, from uh, his injury. You've got Jacob DeGrom, who's in rehab right now, who could uh, be back right around the All-Star break, if not at the end of July. They've got Chris Bassett on the COVID list who's coming back. We're going to see a healthy version of this Mets team very, very soon. I don't think it's going to happen when they get that uh, series in uh, City Field right before the break. Uh, it's lining up where Max Scherzer is not going to get one of those starts. But do not expect this to be another Mets collapse. This team is built differently. I'm not saying that the Braves can't catch them. I'm just saying if the Braves are going to knock them down they're going to have to earn it and obviously it took a historic june where they reached uh, they equaled a uh, a franchise wins record to get to the point it has been this is going to be a really really great race and, and everyone's getting stocked up here i think this is going to be a lot of fun to watch that in mind the braves still have some pieces to get help we want to see mike soroka return to this team that being said do you go do some dealing are we going to do some trade deadline action we're very active 
very, very, very active last year at the trade deadline. Do you feel like we go dealing anyway, uh, despite the talent that's going to be coming back and rejoining this team? I can't see it being to the degree that it was a year ago when you had to remake your entire outfield, right? I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to need any starting pitching help because, as you mentioned, Mike Soroka's coming back. Uh, I think there could still be some improvements made in that bullpen. I, you know, I think you know, uh, Daniel Bedard from the uh, Pirates is a name to watch there. I think they, that's the one spot they could be active in. Maybe they go out and add another bench bat. I just, I think anything that's done is going to be a little bit more minimal because they did get. I mean, think about the impact that Michael Harris has made. Think about Spencer Strider and what he's brought to those that rotation. Those are already guys that you've had come back. And then you've got Eddie Rosario, you know, Mike Soroka, uh, Ozzie Albee's coming back later in the season. So I think a lot of those in-house pieces are going to feel like guys that you picked up, uh, but I can't anticipate them doing anything too aggressive before that August 2nd deadline. We'll be watching to see what happens to the Braves start this homestand. Corey, we always appreciate you spending some time with us. Continue to enjoy the holiday. What's on the grill? Are you grilling something today? I'm coming over with an empty plate. <laughs> I got a nice empty plate. I got to, I'm gonna bring you something to wash it down with. What, what, what you got on the grill? I got, I got the whole hibachi blackstone thing. So you come over, I'll be out there with the spatulas and all that, like you're at a Japanese steakhouse. So we'll deal it up. All right, all right. That's that's the deal we've been waiting for. Nice, nice. Corey, thanks so much for the time this morning. Always great catching up. And let's see the Braves get some wins this week. I right, appreciate it, Sam. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.